Do that again. Do that again. Stepmothers. Yeah, I looked. I looked for stepmother. Stepdaughters. Yeah, this. It's not. It doesn't sing beautifully. It doesn't like come. Trip. My stepdaughter. You know what I mean? Make it. Make it up now. Wait, is there a song? Make up a yeah. Make up a stepdaughter song, babe. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll back you up. Why do I have to do this? Because you're the singer. Also, are you rolling? Yes. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was doing it. <laughs> She's my stepdaughter. Isn't there a song like from the movie a... Stepmom? No, I don't know. That's great. It sounds like a Dolly Parton song, though. It started out like that. Babe, if Stepdaughter was a Dolly Parton song, how would it go? It would go. This is not That's good. I like this. It's Jolene, but me. It was Maddie. I only know about it because I listened to a podcast about her. About Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's America, everyone. Also, she's going to be posing nude, I think. Oh really? Yeah, coming up. She's Good. just posing nude for Playboy. She's amazing. I love her. I'm now. into it. <laughs> wow. She's amazing. Anyway. Well, my daddy was very, very, very old when I met my daughter. <laughs> Girls of gold. Oh. <laughs> I met her on my grandpappy's deathbed that day. She <laughs> came along and that was all I knew how to say. My stepdaughter, you are so sweet. Stepdaughter, Good enough to eat. Stepdaughter, I know I'm not much older, but don't you give me the old cold shoulder. That was good, babe. 
Thanks, guys. Yes! Welcome to the swirl, everybody! Welcome to the swirl! <laughs> We're back for take two. Take two of daddy, your stepdaughter dearest. <laughs> um, now, babe, do you want to apologize to Maddie for anything? Well, f- yes. Okay. But first, I'd like to apologize to our listeners. Really? Well, Them first? first, I'd like to apologize to my, my <laughs> no, daughter. Okay. Yes. 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 Because, so... what? Wait, are we playing a theme song into this like we normally do or not? Uh, we would have done that by now, let's say. I just started the whole thing. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yes, we've played it. In, I'm not playing it live today. Okay, just yes. checking. So, yes, so what happened was... What, ha- what happened was... What had happened was... Um, yeah, I fucked up real bad. And so it wasn't just a technical fuck up. It was an actual full-blown, like, emotional meltdown... Just a travesty. Like like bad parent-child, messed up, generational issues. Yeah, it wasn't good. Should we just say that our guest today for Take Two is my daughter, Maddie? So, everybody, we're back this week with the same special guest. This is Maddie Goldsmith, my stepdaughter. Hello. And we're working on a theme song for that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we did the episode last week, and um, we got great. all of your... Really, really good. Really it was really well. We had a great time. We even said we're not going to edit anything. We were like, we were so like, there's great. no need to edit this at all. It was, just it so was so good when they, when they left. We edited. So what happened was, so Maddie left. We had this great time. We had this episode. I didn't have to edit it at all. I didn't think. And then I sat down, and on TV was Big Brother. No. Big you need to quit lying, Big Brother. <laughs> that episode that you're talking about was like last week. Okay, I'm just doing the narrative. So the the no, so no, it wasn't the, last week. The, the, was, here's what happened. Here's oh, what I was watching that episode. Okay, okay. here's what happened. <laughs> was that I sort of listened to the episode the next day, and I'm like, wow, I just like every time I talk, there's like some sound issue. I looked down on my phone. I was like, is my phone? I was like, it sounded like a record skipping. It was just like mm-hmm. so bizarre, and I. I was like, maybe it's the pop screen. Because, like, I'm just talking out loud now. Like, I don't have a mic. I don't have headphones. I don't have anything. Right. So, maybe it's the pop screen. And I texted you both of you. And I was like, next time I got to have the pop screen the whole time. Because this sounds crazy. And then my dad responds with this. TBH, it was me editing all the times that you said like. And I lost my (laughs) damn mind. Yeah, it was a thing. So I went to actually edit the episode, and because I had in my mind various things, you know what? Lots of excuses. Various. (laughs) There were various things in your mind. You were you were like self conscious about putting out a a podcast with your daughter. Like there was just a lot of feelings, plus other various excuses, like being tired and wanting wanting to rush, and 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 having been recently reminded that it's annoying when somebody says like a lot. So you were you had all this in your mind, all excuses. True. And then you sat down and literally edited out every time I said like. Yeah. It was which bad. is which like for anybody who ever records or edits anything, don't do that to a person. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> well, really it's bad. It's unprofessional, and, it's irresponsible, it's amateur. It's not how you want anybody to sound. It yes. was it was weird because especially because your editing is usually really great. Great. It's <laughs> great. I don't Seamless. Know. I think you notices. were just exhausted. And yeah. you just very, like, it wasn't even, I mean, first of all, it's hard to edit such a small moment many times without, 
you know, going into other moments. And that was the problem is that parts of her sentences were just cut off because it was actually a very sloppy editing job. Yeah. Which I, 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 we, we have the one level of wrong from trying to edit your daughter. Yeah. And then we have the other level of wrong of just like, you did it really badly. So. Right. But there's actually, there's the even deeper um, where I'm fucked up. Yeah. Level, which really was how, and, and I was only semi-conscious of it while I was doing it, which was I was, I was trying to in a very, well, I wasn't trying to do it in a passive-aggressive way, but in a passive-aggressive way, I was sending Maddie the message that you say like too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, which is my issue, not yours. No. no one has that problem. And whenever I'm with you, I don't ever notice it, but I noticed it while I was listening to it. And rather than even talk to you about it... Or Brie. Or Brie about it, I just yeah. took it upon myself to very cruelly and sloppily and carelessly edit every time you said like out to send you a message, my daughter, which is really passive aggressive and shitty. In the public forum. And shitty. And I really do apologize again. We've obviously (laughs) apologized off the air. And I spent the weekend just feeling like a, a complete piece of shit because I deserve to. I I really it was a it was actually a really mean thing to do and and not necessary and no one under the age of like twenty no one under the age of fifty would even have noticed it or cared. Right. So I fucked up. I fucked up good. And I forgive you. Thank you. But you deserve to feel like shit. Thank you. (laughs) But not but not no more. You did you deserved it too and I don't think you need to anymore. Thank you. Yes. And of course, by the time you agreed to come back and show up again, we basically had worked this. Of course. Worked this through. And we had realized that actually this was a better way of showcasing what our true dynamic as the three of us <laughs> yeah, because actually it, is. Yes. This is a real family. We're all in, learning in real time. <laughs> because if because for the thirty of you who actually like, soldiered, soldiered through the, the episode and attempted to listen to the whole hour's worth of that interview, but, you were probably wondering what was going on and yes. we were also we just happened to be in a real sense of accord like we weren't having any right. conflict or tension or whatever so it right. may have seemed to you like that's the way it always <laughs> is and we can assure Little you that it's did you know I like that tell you it's not always this way no. we have a lot of tension in this family well, well wait a minute no, <laughs> well, no and then he did also splatter my white top with Oh, tonight. So that was good. So then Maddie agreed to come back over and do re-record and do a whole new podcast. And I made dinner, spaghetti squash and red sauce, which red sauce is always a recipe for disaster. I suppose. And David decided to serve it to her from a ladle very high above her plate. <laughs> and it went slash slash slash. Well, I was just trying. I was trying to be nice. And my, my later in days are so, so, so far, far behind you. In Did the you past. were you a waiter? Oh, I absolutely was. Oh my god. In my late teens and early twenties, I was a singing waiter in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the stage door inn. Oh my god. And one of my songs, <laughs> speaking of, of, of shameful things I've done in the past, <laughs> was Your Feet's Too Big. And I used oh, to do I the whole you told me this. that was my big number. Oh, and I used boy. to do the whole Ken Page imitation sitting there like 19 years old on the stage now it was a really good Ken Page imitation but not appropriate no no and the fact that you even say it was really good is still bad somehow well you know we live and we learn it was the 80s it was a different time it wasn't that long ago 
Jesus. All right, so am I canceled now, too? Yes. Okay, damn it. You're canceled. Okay. Well, you guys go on without me. You're really charming, both of you. Hashtag you two. <laughs> Get out of here. No, we're all canceled. It's fine. Are yeah. you, how are you canceled? I don't know. Just it's, it's easy to be canceled these days. It really is. I so mean, we just we get canceled. We come back. We get canceled again. It's, do we? Yes. Oh, yes. What would you be canceled for? I don't know. Sometimes I sometimes things happen, and I just say to Brandon, like, "Well, I'm canceled now, so it's fine." Hmm, but it's I like can't imagine you. You're so sensitive. You're so like. I'm very aware. You're very aware. But I say messed up feminist. Huh? I say messed up things. I've never heard you say anything messed up. No, me either. Lucky you. Ask Brandon. I'm sure he'll he'll come up with something. (laughs) All right. Well, so that's, you know, good. That's good. So now we're here again, and I'm just going to partake in a normal podcast, podcast, which is... Which is great. Do you feel like there are any questions that uh, that the kids were wanting to know from the last attempt from take one that we didn't quite get to or that we didn't quite address in the way that might be fully satisfying? Oh, no. I think we got to them all. But I I thought once that we might, we could hit again just in case... Because you aren't be- the 30 people who... <laughs> because I deleted the episode. So it's not like you can even go back and listen Our to it. Our shame must be deleted. It was deleted. It needs to be wiped away. It was shame. wiped away. The shame was gone. But, but the episode, for those of you who didn't hear it, was about was just all for Maddie. And it was Maddie's um, opinion of David and I together, how we started out, what she thought of us when we first started, what she thinks of us now... And it was really cool because, you know, Maddie is only six years younger than me, and that can be complicated, but it's actually not for some reason. Um, David likes to call us sisters. We are very much not that, but <laughs> but we are friends, and I do take on sort of a motherly role when I need to, um, which has been really cool. I never imagined that for myself. I never thought I would date a man with kids really and especially a man with an older child like I mean she's a grown ass woman yeah so but it was a relief when we started dating because I was like oh good I don't have to like do any of that stuff like right. take your daughter skating and stuff like that. <laughs> Which well, is, you still have to take me skating. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's different. different. <laughs> no, I and, and I love those things too. I love the idea of that, but I always had imagined it differently. So I had imagined a lot of things differently. I never knew that I would be with a guy like David. So um it's all been a wonderful, wonderful surprise. And actually Maddie and I's relationship is easy AF. Yeah. So and it really was that way from the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. From, from the day that the two of you met over my father's deathbed. Yeah. Uh, and that, I really don't say you're sisters, but I say you get along like sisters, for sure. Like, and, and We get along like really, like, cool, um, healthy, appropriate mother-daughter <laughs> relationships. <laughs> yes. True. Except for the sometimes when you do tell very inappropriate story slash jokes that I do not need to hear. For example. Oh, you don't, I'm not going to say any of them. She's blocked it from her mind. It's all, sometimes, you know. Oh, like sexual things? Mm -hmm. You know, that's so funny to me. (laughs) Okay. You forget my wife likes an awkward moment. I do. So sometimes she'll have to create them. them. My favorite thing to do is, 
talk about how sexy David is <laughs> and how sexy he was last night. Yeah. And Maddie will be like, please stop. I'll just be like, I can leave. It's fine. I don't have to be here. You know why? I just think you're old enough. You know what it is. I know. I am. I know, but, but it's, it's still weird. It's still weird, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, if I think about my dad and stepmom doing that, it's really not, it's not, it's not appropriate. But at least I can <laughs> tell you that to your face, and yes. then we laugh about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fix it, but no, I laugh. About you keep it. doing it, but <laughs> <laughs> we can laugh. <laughs> Were there any changes from how you perceived it was going to be in the months before you met Brianna to what the reality turned out to be? You know, I didn't even. Th- think about it yeah I like didn't even you were really in your own world yeah yeah I I thought about it a lot oh no what did you think it would be I just I just knew I I wanted it to be I wanted you to have the control Mm -hmm. meaning like you say when we get together if you want to get together I just didn't want to be that step parent who forces themselves on you Mm. and forces a relationship especially because you're grown so I thought about it I thought about it a lot. Hmm. And then when I met you, it was so easy and we got along so well. But it's because like, you'd made that choice, though. Yes. Oh, yes. whose phone is that? It's always David's. And he's the crazy one about turning your phone on airplane. Why is your. What's it happening? just comes to the computer. Yeah, you can do Do Not Disturb on your computer. Oh, really? Show me. Okay, you just go over here. Ding, 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 ding. You go ding, up. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, ding, great. Ding, and scene continue um oh it worked it worked because you'd made that choice that you were gonna let me have the control because when we met i i oh i so i didn't think about it at all because i i could never place any expectations on his relationships with anyone because they had never gone anywhere so i i I couldn't but even but we were together six months before we met you i think it was more like nine well it was nine before we met in person but but i'm just saying like uh, it's been my whole life, right? Like they got di- my parents got divorced when I was three, so my whole life has been him with various women who I knew at from at varying degrees, mm-hmm. and and I had to have very low expectations because because it never went anywhere. The only one I ever had expectations about was the woman you dated right when I was little, and you were with her for two years, and like I loved her, right? And I really thought you guys were gonna get married, right? And then you didn't, and right. then it was sort of like, well, if it wasn't her. But then it's none of these people. And I didn't want to put you through that anymore, so I try to keep things at a distance for you. Yeah, and it worked, and I... So I had very low expectations. Like, I really didn't expect anything. And it was nice, though, because then I did... I felt like I did have the control when we met. Yeah. And it did make me feel, like, just comfortable and safe, and I think that was, like, the perfect way to start. It was really wonderful. I mean, it was horrible. We we met over a trip to... uh, visit David's father who was passing um and it was a very difficult time but because we met in that moment there was no bullshit there was no fluff it was all just straight to the meat right um which was which is how I like to work me too me too no no small talk no yeah yeah no fake no no nothing yeah but honestly one of the greatest days of my life the two of you meeting in person and us all together basically I remember you saying that with my father dying you know like down the road but there we were and the two of you were just getting along so beautifully right away just just as if you've known each other from you know from from another life and uh i couldn't have asked for a greater gift than that well you know my vows were that i felt like we have known each other in in another life so if 
I knew you than I knew Maddie. It's true. Yeah. It does feel like that. Yeah. It's like weirdly... Well, I mean, it, it makes utopia. sense insofar <laughs> as you and I, you, you and I, my, my wife, you know, it's always been effortless, basically. We haven't really, you know, I mean, things yeah. have come up and we've communicated through them and gotten through them, but not with a great deal of, with any great deal of drama, um, not usually at yeah. all. And and it, so it makes sense that, you know, my daughter, you yes. have the same experience. I think that that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, you taught her communication really well. And that's one of our best things. We are very direct with each other, and we're we talk about everything, no matter how small it is. I think for the most part, and we tell each other the truth at all times. Like I can't hide anything from you, even if it's like a surprise for your birthday. Like it's very hard to do. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing I'll say about that, and and this took me getting into my fifties, and I'm just going to share this with uh, any men listening, and uh, you know our. Our male demographic is only 35%. But for you guys, <laughs> the, 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 the key to that really is just never, don't fuck it up early. Just just really stay honest from the beginning. Don't, you know, if you don't fuck around, don't mess around. Just really just keep the, keep the foundation clear and then you can always build on the clear foundation. What does that mean, don't fuck? I mean, I mean that literally. literally. Oh, literally cheating. <laughs> literally and well, literally and figuratively. Don't lie. Don't don't but don't. But people try who to do that though, people who but people who sabotage relationships shouldn't be in them. So like they're sabotaging them on purpose. They they do need to get out of it, and it's yeah. actually a gift to the other person yeah. when a relationship is sabotaged. And, so and, I don't know if any man can like not sabotage. Like if they're ready to not sabotage, they won't. And if they're not ready, they will. And that's just how it goes. And I think, but I do think that applies to taking in someone else, right? So, like, if you take in someone and you go, that doesn't feel right to me, mm-hmm. don't try to lie to yourself about it. Like, just be honest. That's not sitting right and y'all don't Because you, you, I think there were a lot of times where you may try to make things work. A lot of the lies that emerge from you are, uh, start have, have take root in lies you tell to yourself. Mm-hmm. And and the, the lies that I told to myself in a lot of my previous relationships prior to you had to do with whether or not this was okay with me like whether or not this was something I actually wanted and I would lie to myself that it was Mm. and then that would lead to poor choices poor choices you guys should though talk more about like the things that you don't do well so this is this is a podcast criticism (laughs) Mm -hmm. this could be a this could be a segment (laughs) segment. podcast criticism i hate this segment (laughs) (laughs) at least it wasn't rhythm that's perfect that was boom i hate this segment (laughs) out (laughs) okay so talk about things we don't do well because you talk a lot about like we do this well and we why is everybody hating on us? Just because we, it's annoying. I do know what we well match. She makes it sound very irritating. Yeah. Well, she said with Bo. Bo is always like, oh, no, I, I don't mind. Like, no, much. I don't mind you saying babe. Like it's I say, just babe. too much love for you. No, it's not too much love. I think that it. Maybe you're just a hater. I'm also not a hater. I just think that it's good. Let me have some of this haterade. What? <laughs> you're taking my wine. We have wine. I just poured some that of the wine. That is so rude. I'm my homies. I'm going to go get more. <laughs> babe, babe, what don't we do well? I mean, it's only been a year since we've been married. What save don't we do money. well? So. No. Yeah. Well. But that's not true. We save money really well now. We didn't well, start out saving David, money well. Why so, do you lie to the people? Well. I was going to say, so, there was, so you were very communicative about lots of things, and you didn't lie about lots of things. But 
there were some things that you didn't Omitted. talk about. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely didn't, the, the whole uh, financial picture when we hit the pandemic. Which is like the number one thing they tell you to talk about before you get married. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It really is the first thing on the list. I've looked, believe me. I'm you know, getting things were going really well. So, there so was we no... couldn't fuck up the foundation. We no. had to just keep going. You know what? We didn't You're speak an about awful it, person. I just own you I, I think I assumed what most people assume. Which when is that white men have savings. Older white men have savings mm. and are very... So especially, this is becoming especially. a colonoscopy for me. And I'm really... I, I did not do the prep. No, no, so, no, 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 no. And I'm not anesthetized properly. No, but you know... You go get this. some wine. It's a fine. lot of people say a Jewish... A lot of people say Jewish people are good with money. Racist. Okay? It's, and, it's a stereotype and it's incorrect. Anti-Semitic. Well, a lot of people say black people love chicken and I adore chicken. No, some people don't. Mm. What about vegans? That's different. Okay. Get back to it. But them. nobody likes vegans, so. There you go. <laughs> so I assumed that, and I shouldn't have assumed that. But then once we were together, I, I I always thought you were. I just thought you were great with money, and you were doing well, and you're very established. So I never thought that there was anything to well, talk about. I just you know look. I what the advice I would give to the younger me would be actually you may want to buy a house someday. So go learn how that would be something that you oh, need yeah. you can save up for and handle your taxes in a particular way because the way And if you, you put are... money away every month, it right. accumulates and becomes a lot of money. And and to be honest, that saving is a lesson that I didn't learn until about five years ago. And I had to keep learning at every Broadway show I did. I would I would The way that you both work, it's very hard sure, to maintain a certain standard of living and save money. That's it is. It's different than having just like a job where you know totally. every month you can put away a certain amount. Right, but, which was always the problem. However Right. No, look, there's there's the no way to do it is not live outside your means. Yes. Live below yes. your means so that your monthly nut is not no. hard to and making to hit. a lot more than your than what you need right. is what you and then there's always a place you can save that money, which I also didn't learn until maybe two years ago. But it was never an issue because things were going great and kept going better, and then everything collapsed overnight. And then so then we had to have a conversation about finances, and then there were things uncovered that you know we just had not shared with each other. So and then. And then we both went into full saving mode, and we're all we're, we're, we're all good. much better. But I mean, you know, these things. Because I'd actually been in far far worse straits uh, in my life, which all of which I oh, had shared too. with you, which all of which I had shared with you. Yeah. Um, so this was not near on the scale of that. It, it literally was just because the industry shut down and, right. and all of my projects all... went away. And you got to be prepared. Yeah, you should be prepared for that. I was, I mean, we were not, comp- look, we've been fine. We've been very lucky. We had enough to, to, you know, to be able to build from again. And so that's fine. But yes, that was uh, but yes, yeah, I can, not something we started. That's all performers and, and writers and artists. That's something we need to learn. Like we just, yes, the money can come from somewhere. Even if, and if it's tiny as it is, it adds up. And I also learned it really well from the Book of Mormon Girls in the dressing room. They are excellent, excellent mm. savers. And they live, they have quality things and they live well and they eat well. And, you know, I just really learned 
you know, I was 30 at the time I went, went in that dressing room. No, 32 when I went in that dressing room. But it was like I was learning from women who had learned how to save Especially when you have a government job like that. Like, use it. A government job, I mean a long-running... A long-running Broadway, Broadway show. And I'm just saying, you know, there's times when it's fun to talk about these things and not just how well you communicate all the time. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying. I love that. I love that. When we, we, we don't go there because it makes David prickly. So well, that's why we don't go there. Well, some, I, I've wanted something to else that. I don't do well is talk about things I don't do See, well. we get very <laughs> we get very honest when I'm around also because I also have... 30 years of backstory on David. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> so we just, there's no getting around that. I'm not saying I won't edit this out, but what mm. else do I not do well? No, from no, 30 no. Years I don't, no, I don't have any other, I don't have any other things. I don't have any other grievances. What? I just mean, like, I think the three of us together, part of the dynamic is, like, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not gonna, uh, I don't know. There's just, like, a base level of truth in what occurs because I've lived through I've lived through it and you know your dad I, than, right better than I probably I know in a, a different, different way exactly yeah. right let's turn it around to our regular podcast okay because I want Maddie to I want Maddie participate. to participate in yeah. the weekly in the weekly and I don't think Maddie's done any preparation either so. okay perfect no well you, know that, well you know what that means then what it's time for this, this week, week in Gallery <laughs> All right, Maddie. So your special first. guest. I'm not going first. So absolutely not. The that special means... guest goes first. No. What's your no. wicked gaggery? That's absolutely not how this goes. Oh dear. All right. We I, guess, here all I guess. No. It's, I guess you, it's... One of you needs to if go I, first. If I had to say, I mean, so my <laughs> this weekend gaggery is my doggy yeah. is gone. Yeah. Our doggy is gone. Yeah. yeah. First but, yours and then ours. Let me just tell, I just do want to share it a little bit because, first of all, those of you who listen are my a lot of my close friends, and they really came through for us. Um, they really lifted us up in prayer and thoughts, and people were sending flowers and food and Levan cookies and <laughs> bourbon and... You know, just showing up for us, and we really felt. I think you agree. Thank we you, really everyone. felt yes. loved. We really did. And lifted up. Um, so thank you. Uh, the day I will just describe the day because it was kind of a wonderful day. I got to get up and give her a bath, and I got to give her all the pamperings and made her smell good. And she ran around the house, and she got. I I also washed her bed and her blanket because she loves like the smell of freshly. Well, she loves fabric softener. <laughs> so um, she, so I knew she was going, we were going to put her to sleep in that bed. So I wanted it to be great. And we took her on a long walk and she went to the dog park. She insisted on going to the dog park and then didn't play with anybody, which is standard. standard. <laughs> um, and then uh, Maddie came over and one of my best friends, Gina, came over. And they were this the perfect people for the emotional support of the passing of a loved one. And I know it's a four-legged creature and you're like, it's just a dog. But honestly, this dog has been my only like family consistent. here consistent in New York. I've been in New York for 11 years now, almost yeah. 11 years. And she's been with me the whole time. And I just, I knew I was going to be really missing her. 
So they came over. We had bourbon, and Obi just cuddled with us, and she was so calm. And then the doctors got here, and she recognized the doctor's smell, and then she knew exactly. I, I feel like she knew what was happening because she was so joyful and I had made the bedroom really pretty and put flowers everywhere and I, I'm extra so I put <laughs> rose petals everywhere and put roses into like the bed frame and it was just very pretty and the doctor walked in and she was like, oh, this is perfect. I was like, <laughs> thank you. Now keep and, in mind that Obi up until uh, as this moment had uh, been approaching is is cancerous and in pain and, qui- and quiet and slowing down. And yeah. when the doctor came in, who she recognized... Um, she jumped off the couch and the smelled couch. her. She went right into the other room where she never is to go um, and went right to her bed. Like when you say she's joyful, it felt to us like, okay, she knew, okay, we're doing this. It was very strange because normally most dogs, you know, when you have strangers in the house, they don't sit down because they're like, what's happening? And Or she's like up wagging her butt. But she didn't do any of that. She just like walked to the bedroom with us and then just got in her bed. Which was very unlike her. Yeah. Um, and David had made this beautiful slideshow of uh, like memories of her with all of our friends and some videos of her playing in the park and me giving her a bath. And so she was like watching that slideshow. And I don't know if you guys know, but how it works is uh, normally is you get the two injections and one is to make them very sleepy. And then so the first one made her so sleepy and I was so nervous because they warn you that they might kick or they might have a gasp of breath or whatever and I was like oh god but by the time the second injection came she it was so peaceful and she stayed in the same state which was just sleeping and she went to sleep with me singing on the tv I was singing um can't help loving that man but with different words because I was bathing her so it was like can't you're help like, loving my dog or something yeah and you're I'm giving you a bath I'm yeah giving you a bath yeah <laughs> And it was just, like, really beautiful, and I was the last thing she saw, and she was surrounded by people she loved and and good smells and pets, and it was just a really, actually, beautiful day. And I think I was more taken by how just loved we were. I had so much love for her. You had so much love for her. You had so much love for me. Maddie and Gina had so much love for us and wanted to support us. So it was like, I was overwhelmed by that. And then Maddie made this incredible lasagna from scratch to have afterwards. So it was almost like a, a wake. Um, mm-hmm. And we had bourbon and there, we were surrounded by all these flowers. I mean, it was just like gorgeous. So Yeah, I recommend it. It was a really, no, it was a hard It was a hard, it was a hard day, but. And I think it couldn't have been more beautiful. It couldn't have been more beautiful. So I'm just so grateful to all of you who sent kind words and. Also, I know the episode that we had was really kind of sad, but also I got we got a lot of good feedback from people because no one ever talks about it, yeah. and it's really freaking hard. Yeah, to make the decision to yeah. let your dog go yeah. is hard, but it's it's for we're only holding on. They're they're holding on for us, and I think I started to realize that in the second week. Yeah, um, that I was like, oh, she's. I think she might be ready, and she's definitely declining, and I need to just get my heart ready to let go. And once I was ready, it was fine. So it's still hard because I still hear her in the house everywhere, Mm. Um, and we still want to, like, go walk. But 
I think we're doing okay. It's yeah. been 10 days now. Yeah. And I think we're doing okay. Yeah. But I'm really grateful for my stepdaughter because <laughs> she was really wonderful to have. I mean, she's only 30, but she's very mature. And I didn't know how it would go, actually, because I don't know how you deal with loss, really. Because you guys haven't lost that many people. And yeah. I, meanwhile, like a lot of my family has passed on. So I didn't know how it would go. And I know Gina de- deals well with it. So... But it, you were fabulous. You were really wonderful. And just, you know, when you're in that situation, you want somebody who knows when to be assertive, but then who also knows when to, you know, lay back. And you guys were perfect. So Good. that was my gaggery. And mostly just gaggery. gagged by how beautiful the day was. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, how just supported and loved we were. Yay! And Maddie, I think I have one, but I think I have to Google the name of the thing I'm thinking oh, of right. because it's Go so. On, let's see did if we you know. did you guys watch the new Charlie Kaufman movie on Netflix? No, I really want to. I'm thinking of ending things. I think is yeah, what it's that's called. what it's called. Yeah. Okay, you guys, it's so good. Oh wow! And we were gagged because we were like, well, we'll see. It it, it has. It has a tone all its own. Like, you just don't... You start it and you don't know what you're in for. And then it kind of keeps going and you continue to not know what you're in for. And by the end, you're mesmerized. But you... Thriller horror? But it's not really that at all. It's not... It's so ungenred. Like, Mm. it is genre-less. To me, it was like a play. It is very slow for a movie you are like a lot of the time just watching two people talk in a car with Mm -hmm. lots of silences and pauses and it just feels like a really beautiful play and then it there's some like then it kind of becomes a musical for a little bit like three quarters of the way through in a very organic way and then it kind of eases back out of itself and then ends now you have really high standards when it comes to musicals oh yeah i mean this yeah so what was your they were doing a Actually, they're, it's Oklahoma. They do, like, Oklahoma stuff. It's really funny. Oklahoma's just in everything. Everything. Everything like now. In Watchmen and, and everything. Jesus. But they have a reason for doing it, and it right. makes sense. And, and it's not meant to be, like, right. good. It's just meant to, like, right. be a part of this world that you've entered into. And, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, like, tell you more because don't there's some really anything. beautiful moments that you don't expect that just start, and you're like, yes, absolutely. And this, and this can be, on, this can be on found on... Netflix. On Netflix. And, and guess who's in this? This our boy Jesse Plemons, honey. Yes. Oh, okay. and, and Tony Collette. And the main girl is Jessie the one Buckley. who played, who was the fireman's wife, the blonde woman in Chernobyl. The one who's pregnant. Uh, oh. Is that Jesse Buckley? Uh, yes. Wow. Yeah. She's Ooh, killing okay. it. We love Chernobyl. She's amazing. We I still can't, there's Chernobyl. still a man in my kitchen from Chernobyl. It's fine. Oof. It's fine. Maddie does not do horror. I just he's in the kitchen. The the man from Chernobyl. Yeah, but the not the not the actor when they show the real footage at the end. Right. He's there. Sure. In his like army uniform. She's still working through some things. It's fine. I'm okay. Um, But anyway, I was gagged that the movie was so good, and I've been telling everybody about it. And this isn't from like this week technically, but it was the thing that I. You guys are both gagged about like sad, bad things, and I'm gagged in a good way. So So I love that. Well, was there anything great to be gagged about? Yes, and I will do that right now. And that is, you all have to go right now. You have to drop everything you're doing. Go to HBO Max and watch the West Wing special. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
okay. where they took an episode from 22 years ago and restaged it at the empty Orpheum Theater in Los Angeles yes. with gorgeous camera work and really fantastic interstitial writing from Aaron Sorkin and Eli Abbey. And it's an absolutely beautiful piece of work. You got to go check it out. So that's and it. And that was This Week in Gallery! Yes, sound cues ready. I'm normally not ready. (laughs) I'm not going to have to edit this episode at all. (laughs) Oh, famous last words. (laughs) So that leaves us with one more segment real quick, and that's... Call out, call in, call out, call in, call out, call in, call out. And what? Well, I feel like we really took you to task in this episode, so I was going to call you out for being so weird <laughs> this last week. We did say that the whole episode was going to be called. Yeah, the whole episode's kind of you. a call out of you. So, so, you, so, the, so the object of call out, call in is you call someone out, uh-huh. and then you call them in, mm. in, a, in a gentle way, and you say, here's what you could do, and here's what I'd like you to do. I think that you've been called out. I think that we have also called you back in. Mm-hmm. You've been forgiven. Well, let's see what happens when this episode comes up. Oh, right. <laughs> I, mean, I could I mean, go crazy. I, I could. It I, could all just cycle through again. Who knows? So you know what? You'll be called back in once I hear this episode. Okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh, Michael Koshroff's calling me. Well, put him on. Oh, put him on. Put him on the uh, on the pod. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi. Hey, Jenny. What are you doing? We're doing our podcast, and you are guest. Hi. Hi. <laughs> now, no one can see you. We can only yeah. hear you, so yeah, don't no. worry. I mean, we can That's, see you. Thank God, because we look terrible. No you look, no, you look fantastic, but, you know, I would feel worse if... Uh, if, if, if we were also filming your images, <laughs> Jenny doesn't care. Yeah, Jenny's just this. eating. I love it. Eat more, Jenny. <laughs> so you all remember Michael Kostra from episode, I believe it was episode three. Okay. Person, woman, man, camera, TV with Michael Kostra. <laughs> and he is now in Idaho, Idaho with his lovely wife, Jenny. And they are now calling in. So, hi, guys. Oh, this is our call-in. The call-in portion of the show. That's perfect. It's perfect, perfect timing. We're just doing call-out, call-in. So, you are our call-in. So, um, what's the topic for tonight? So, the episode, oh. <laughs> so the episode was all about how I um, edited my daughter's interview last week in a really aggressive and brutal way to send her a message that I didn't like how much she used the word like in conversation. Oh, oh I see. A little bit of a little bit of a call out this yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. I gotta say, like, that would like really bother me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I heard this is actually kinda interesting. So I heard uh, recently um, a podcast where there was a stutterer who they made a point to leave the long space. I heard this. Oh. 
And it was, it was beautiful. Really, really impactful because it made you realize that we're always in a rush and we always want the information to just be ready to go and, and fully formed. And the truth is, with the word like, I think it's exactly the same kind of thing that we're taking our time to think of what we're going to say. Mm-hmm. I I think there's there's room for it. I'm, and I guess in podcasts, it's got to be hard because you want to have your certain amount of time. We'll note that Michael is shaking his head no, <laughs> thumbs, down. A thumbs down. But Michael, have you ever noticed me saying the word like egregiously? No. Well, here, but you don't, you know, how many times have you spoken to Maddie? Talk a few, a few. Wait, wait, remember, like, remember when she said, hey, Michael, that was, that means I answer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but I will say Thanksgiving. Hey, Michael. Next time I'll just say, hey, Jenny, and then just wait. <laughs> hey, Michael, you're, you know, your voice sounds so much like your wife's. That's good. Um, I, I will say this, Maddie, and I'm not trying to be Switzerland, but... I have not had enough conversations with you. I have not noticed, and I have not. I would not. I would not have identified that. I just so. don't. I just don't think you notice it. I think you might notice something like that when you hear it back, and you're somehow listening for it. But it's not something that I do so egregiously that in the in the moment talking to me, you'd ever think about it. So that was the problem: was that he listened to it back and then edited me every five seconds yeah you never notice it when you're just talking to Maddie because she's so engaging and charming and you're watching her I just think that 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 I'm sure that all your listeners are really fascinated by your internal family squabbles well exactly this is why we are now recording a second time (laughs) and making sure that they understand that this is the true dynamic of the family Mm -hmm. we have problems we work through them that's how it goes. And, and at you, the end of the half hour, we have a happy ending and a theme song. We do. Well, we, well that is the podcast. Duh. Basically. So you don't have a feeling about the word like in general, Michael. I do. Absolutely, I do. he does. Fun. Let's have that. Really? I, do we need it? I think we know what it is. <laughs> well, this is call out, call in. I'm sure it's just like yours. I, I think it's lazy thinking and lazy word usage. And um, I, uh, it does bother me when there's a lot of it. I just have not... Noticed it with Maddie. Indeed. Well, what about, okay, so are we nicer with each other when it's something like an um or an ah? Or oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sure. The mm. word like, I think, got a bad rap with the valley girl type. Yeah. Thing. 100%. Early 2000s was rough for the like. Yeah. Now, were you guys calling about anything in particular or were you just saying hi? Yes. We're, we're, we're feeling bummed out and depressed. And we have the ennui. We have the ennui, and mm. we wanted to speak to you because we always feel better when we do. Do, do. do I have clearance to include this portion in the podcast, or should we should we call you back? No, I think it's important everybody understands the ennui is pervasive. It's going around the country, and a lot of people are feeling it, and it's something we should have conversations about. That's why we yeah. picked up the phone and called people. Yep. Yeah. I think it's so great to pick it. up the phone and call people. I definitely don't think any of us should be going through this alone. I think reaching out is something I am always in favor of. I don't think people should stand on ceremony with their friends, especially at this point. I think calling, FaceTiming, uh, you know, like like you just did, is I am all for it. I think it's the healthy thing to do. Otherwise, we will implode. And I do think that we that you know the next couple of weeks leading up to the election and and thereafter because we won't we won't know the result of the, on election day I don't think is 
we have to know this is going to intensify. Yeah. yeah. The ennui, the, the, the despair, the, the existentialism, it's all going to sort of, I think, not to, not to put that on us, but I expect it will probably not let up for a bit. All their friends. Well, I shouldn't say this out loud. But Don't. I, Don't say it. Don't. No? Because no. you and I will argue. We have okay. a long way to go. <laughs> Well, okay, fine. Then everybody go vote. That's all. Just stand in line as long as it takes. Put in your vote. That's it. Did you guys vote early? We did. Mm-hmm. You We're voted early. We're not telling you for whom. No, I don't know. tell us for whom. Yeah, that's right. You're in, you're in Idaho. You're in the one blue area. <laughs> right. In Idaho. Neighborhood in Idaho. We're, we're, I'm just, we are in Kanye country, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> don't get started. He was on our ballot. Yeah. Are you serious? He's on the California ballot too. Oh Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um. We're a, we're a blue puddle. We're a blue puddle in a red state. Yeah. 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 So well, we love you for it. Wave, it's gonna be like a ripple. Yeah, so that's okay. That's okay. just a ripple. Ripple a puddle. That's a real song. That's anyone can whistle. Jenny. Oh, I wish you guys could see how cute Jenny and my Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really something. I like your song. My song, The Puddle Ripple? The Puddle Ripple is a good song. It's, <laughs> you can copyright it immediately. <laughs> well, we love you guys. And Should we call you back after we finish? We'll call you back after we finish the episode. We'll let you finish. Okay. Finish. <laughs> you gave us a great you gave us a great um, uh, section of call out call in yeah I love that and that's and gonna work it has been like great to see <laughs> oh my god like so much thanks so much <laughs> like, like bye you guys bye like, like you so that was oh call call out call in call out call in call out come back call in call out and what and yeah nice major third there at the end ready set Good harmony. Maddie, I just want to thank you for coming back in, for forgiving your father his discretion, <laughs> indiscretions, and just being the absolutely best daughter in the world. Anytime. Couldn't be happier to call you mine. And uh, I have beautiful and women. In, I have beautiful women in my life, and I'm so lucky. All right, so I guess are we going to end with... Okay, so I wrote this poem because, <laughs> because Obi was dying. Oh, yes, yes. And yes. I... I couldn't find the right... I found this poem by Pablo Neruda called, you know, uh, My my Dying Dog or something, and I was going to read it, and it wasn't what I really... What I really and you were just, shut down immediately. And I was shut down. <laughs> Don't read the Dying Dog poem. She's not dead yet. She's not dead yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought, well, I'm a writer, so why don't I just write the poem I want to... I, I do want you to actually read it because they're your words. So you want me to read it? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is that poem... I wrote it on the, uh, well, you'll see, actually. I think it says in the poem. Um, So thank you all for coming. Maddie, thank you for being here. You've been wonderful. We love you. We love you. Love you. And this one's for Obi. She's my dog. My dog. My dog, wept my wife. As we held her between us on our couch on her last night on earth. 
And I realized how close my dog is to my God. And I thought, that's right. Dogs are just little manifestations of God. They are there for you whenever you need them. They require a little bit of maintenance to keep up a relationship, feed them, walk them, pick up after them. They take it all for granted and can't believe their luck at the same time. Pet them, play with them. This is their heaven. And in return, they extend that heaven back to you with their love, their unconditional love that looks into your soul with sad, expectant eyes waiting for your next move. Will it include them, ignore them, be indifferent to them, embrace them? You are their hero. You are their world. Without you, there is no them. But what they will never know is that when they go, and they will, they will take with them a part of you that can never be replaced, that daily glimpse of God that was faithfully, unfailingly, reliably yours. And see. <laughs> subscribe and if you want to tell us how we're doing please leave us a rating or a review if you'd like to follow us on social media i'm brianna marie and he's dave lyrics music for this podcast is by Bo black thanks for listening everybody look forward to having you back for the next episode taste the swirl everyone bye so mom do you have a do you have a plan to vote
that's how I'm doing it. So good for you, Mom. Well, listen, what I would say is, could you just be a little bit more politically engaged? That would be my my observation. <laughs> the best is yet to come. That's all I can say. So That's just... how I feel, David. All right, Mom, we love you. Love I you, love Mom. You and, and I'm with you, and you know my my, my, my heart is with your, do- with your doggy boy. Thank you. you. All right, we'll talk. Keep, keep, keep me posted. We will. We love you. Talk to you soon. Love, love you. Bye-bye. Bye.